0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Will Thompson, along with Michael Goldsmith. We're hanging out here at St. James Coffee, and... You know, for a long time with all the, uh, the, the road construction that was going on, we were not able to say what we can say t- today. It is a bustling St. James. It is. House. It's Lots of people. to see. It's awesome. Well, welcome back. We have been, uh, I'm sure you've been hearing about Our Lady of Guadalupe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the celebration coming up here just tomorrow. Um, uh, but how much do we know about the man she appeared to? We're going to be talking with Bishop John Lavoire of the Diocese of New Ulm. I was going to tell us more about Saint Juan Diego and what we learned from his life and his encounter with Mary. So, Bishop Lavoie, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Real good. Good. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. I'm <laughs> I'm Father Will, and we've got Michael Goldsmith on, hi, on the uh, line. Hi, We're Bishop.
2: Getting... Excellent. Hi. Oh.
1: So, Bishop, tomorrow is the feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Uh, Could you tell us a little bit about the significance uh, of this feast day?
2: Well, that's um, apparitions. There were uh, five apparitions of Our Blessed Mother uh, near Mexico City uh, in 1531. And at that time, uh, the the Aztecs uh, were practicing uh, the uh, human sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And many, many people lost their lives um, because they were, you know, killed as part of their uh, religious ritual. And so Our Lady appeared and uh, to Juan Diego, and the message that she said was for uh, all of Mexico and really North and South America uh, that uh, she is the... The lady who uh, would uh, that people should should look to because she will lead them to the true God, and that human sacrifices are not what the true God desires. Mm. Uh, so a lot of that uh, the human sacrifice just ceased because of uh, the apparitions of our Blessed Mother, and then uh, the message that Juan Diego carried to uh, the people. So she's been venerated um, as Our Lady of Guadalupe ever since, and uh, millions and millions of people have gone uh, to Mexico City, to Guadalupe, to pay her homage and uh, to ask for favors, because she she's our mother, and yes. uh, she watches over us and cares for us. So there's a rich history there. And, yep. um Pope Pius the the twelfth uh, named Mary the uh, our, our Lady of Guadalupe the the uh, patroness of the Americas North and mm. South America so she's not only for Mexico but she's for all of us
0: mm-hmm. well very nice well Bishop uh, you, the apparition was. D- given to Juan Diego, and there's not... I mean, he's a saint, right?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And so we always put the place of the grace and, and and majesty to Our Lady, of course, of Our Lady of Guadalupe, but there's special behind Juan Diego. Can you tell us a little bit about him?
2: Well, Juan Diego was um, a peasant. He uh, was uh, new to the, the Catholic faith, and uh, he would... Uh, uh, he was actually 57 years old, so he was uh, a little ways on in life, uh, but uh, he would make uh, his journey to uh, a Franciscan mission near Mexico City uh, to get, uh, receive instructions and to go to Mass and, and that kind of thing. So one day he was on his way, it was uh, December 9th, uh, 1531, and Our Lady appeared to him and uh, revealed to him that she would like a, a chapel built there, and that he should go see uh, the bishop. And uh, so he went to see the bishop, and uh, it didn't get very far. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, bishops tend to be skeptical. So is that right? Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't ha- that doesn't happen. <laughs> does <It's> it? Terrible, <laughs> terrible. Oh. Uh, and uh, so he went back then and and told her, you know, that uh nothing you know the bishop wasn't wasn't open to to this and uh so she told him to come back the, the next day and uh, go to the bishop again so he went again, and the bishop uh you know said well, he was a little more amenable and he said if, if there's some kind of sign that you could give me so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so Juan Diego went back reported to the blessed mother uh that the Bishop wanted a sign and Mary said <laughs> well come come back tomorrow and so he was going to come back, but his uncle got sick and was near death. So uh, Juan Diego decided to, you know, get a priest uh, for the, the uh, sacrament of the sick. And uh, so he avoided the, the place where our Blessed Mother was to meet him. And as you as if you didn't, didn't, didn't want to get sidetracked, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, well, uh, she intercepted him and mm. uh, on his way and said, you know, that she would take care of things. And uh, she told him, Am I not here? Am I not your mother? You know, why didn't mm. you come to me uh, for to plead on behalf of your uncle? and um, so anyway, she told him to go pick, and she told him his uncle was going to be fine. So she he she told him to go pick some flowers, and of course this was December, and there's no flowers that grow in December. But he found roses that were Castilian roses that were there, filled his kilma, his cloak, with the roses and went off to see the bishop again. And when he came into his presence, uh, he Juan Diego uh, unfurled his tilma, and there was the image of the Blessed Mother. And mm-hmm. the bishop was convinced, and he yep. venerated uh, the image that was there of our Blessed Mother. So, and
0: that's and that's what we get now with the, with the beautiful image that we have painted. That's
2: right. Yeah, that's right. And it's really miraculous because the tilma is just made out of uh, uh, a real you know, poor kind of material and doesn't last more than. Forty years at the most, but this has been around since 1531, and it's still Amazing. intact, and it's still there uh, in the Basilica in uh, Guadalupe for people to mm-hmm. venerate. Hmm.
1: Well, Bishop, thank you for uh, for sharing the story with us. You know, as, as we look at Saint Juan Diego's life, what is it that we can learn from him? What does he has to, What does he have to teach us uh, about his journey, his relationship with Mary during this time?
2: You know, it's it's this is a good feast to have. During Advent, because Advent in so many ways is uh, Mary's season, because she's the one first one who waited for the coming, the birth of her son, and um, so to have this feast now during Advent uh, helps us to focus on Mary and uh, on Juan Diego and what a you know what a, a beautiful faith uh, Juan Diego had in our Blessed Mother and. Uh, carried out her wishes you know he he told her he said I'm just a a poor man and uh, not well educated so you know you'd be better off choosing somebody else uh, to bring this message to the bishop and uh, she said no I want you to to do this and uh, so he did you know and was richly rewarded for what he had done. So uh, he loved our our Blessed Mother and did as she had directed him, and uh, the many blessings came into his life. And through his intercession, the chapel was built, and now there's a beautiful, you know, basilica there, actually a couple, one the old one and now the new one too. But Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot, Mary did a lot through Juan Diego just because he, Uh, Venerated her and and said Mm -hmm. yes To what she asked him to do
0: Well thanks for listening We're Real Presence Live here We're talking with Bishop John LaVore The Shepherd of the Diocese of New Ulm And I'm Michael Goldsmith With Father Will Thompson We're talking about Our Lady of Guadalupe Uh, The feast day is tomorrow December 12th Juan Diego is the saint That saw Our Lady And is venerated in uh, uh, was venerated as Bishop has been talking about uh, what message would you like to leave uh, Bishop about Juan Diego and 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 this whole feast day. If I can point out, too, because you said it earlier, you know, that she is the patroness of the Americas. Mm -hmm. So it's really not just about Spanish people. I know we have a great deal of Spanish people that are in our area, but it's really for everybody, right?
2: It is, yeah. It's for everybody. She's the the mother of the Americas. And uh, I think what we can learn from Juan Diego and his relationship to Mary is what mary said to him am i not here am i uh, i who am your mother Mm -hmm. and um she always leads us to christ and she always uh points us to her son and makes our relationship with him uh more uh beautiful more fruitful um but uh to go to her Uh, as Juan Diego did and discover the the beauty of our our Catholic faith and uh, again that's you know she leads us to Jesus and uh, the beauty of the the faith that we have
0: Hmm.
1: now Bishop do you have the opportunity to uh, celebrate uh, this feast anywhere tomorrow you know
2: I I was scheduled to have this feast at one of our Spanish uh, sites here in the diocese but things got kind of mixed up, and uh, so I'm going to go to that parish uh, this coming Sunday. It won't be Guadalupe, but it'll be mm-hmm. uh, the sure. third Sunday of Advent, and but I'll celebrate with the Hispanic community and, uh, you know, talk to them about their devotion to our Blessed Mother at uh, Guadalupe.
1: That's mm-hmm. great. So, so in, in, in previ- previous celebrations, what what, is, what are some of the highlights for you uh when when, when you celebrate Our Lady of Guadalupe? You know, just
2: to see the devotion of the people, and uh, usually they have, you know, a ceremony that is part of their devotion to Our Blessed Mother and carrying the, you know, the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe, and uh, they have what they call Matachina dancers, and Mm -hmm. they they, um, reenact the story of Guadalupe and uh, with the, you know, with the... uh, uh, serpent, and you know how Mary conquered the devil and uh, brought you know life to the people rather than death. Uh, and it's it's beautiful to see. And it's they have drums and the dancers and the little kids, and uh, you know the little kids are trying to imitate their the, their <laughs> parents by dancing, you know. And they sometimes they can't quite get it, but
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> so fun to see child, that. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right.
2: So, but just, just be part of that devotion is, uh, is a beautiful thing.
0: Bishop, I, I was just kind of thinking about this, and, you know, there, there's so many different uh, apparitions about our Blessed Mother. And, of course, she's just one, one person. She, she said yes and, and gave us the great mag- Magnificat and, and, you know, gave us uh, salvation through Jesus Christ in her womb. Why, you know, why all these apparitions? Why the difference, Uh, you know, just kind of in a short, I mean, there's, we have this special with Our Lady of Guadalupe, but, you know, why do you think there's so many different apparitions to the people?
2: Well, I I think it shows that our Blessed Mother cares for us, and she never gives up on us.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think it means a
2: great deal to have uh, Mary appear in in the different nations, uh, the different peoples, that she's not only for one, but she's for everyone. She's, mm-hmm. she's our mother. Uh, and there okay. is another, okay. you know, authorized apparition in North America near Green Bay, Our Lady of, of Good Help. Yep. And uh, that's a, a beautiful uh, apparition as well and has its own history. Mm-hmm. Uh, so All of these apparitions, I think, point to Mary as our mother, that she loves us, cares for us, and wants our salvation more than anything else. Uh, So she usually calls for prayer and penance and uh, increased devotion to her son. Uh, These are the the groundwork for any kind of renewal and conversion and and evangelization. I mean, she's a chief evangelizer, too, and wants (laughs) us to evangelize.
1: No, Very she is. Point. I know one of the things that always stands out to me about Our Lady of Guadalupe is that she appears as an indigenous woman. Uh, All right. That's sure. that. There's that. There's that connection. That you know, I am one of you, and you are invited to be yeah. one with me in heaven. Um, and, and I think that that's a, a great, um, you know, boost. For uh, you know, for the spread of the faith right. uh, in right. Mexico, yeah. especially uh, here, almost 500 years ago, Bishop. Right. As we're as we're as we're coming to a close uh, here today, are there any last uh, last thoughts that you would like to leave us with? Well, I think you
2: know to to cultivate in in our lives uh, authentic devotion to our Blessed Mother, as Juan Diego uh, did in his life, and uh, I was talking to some people the other day and. I said, you know, Mary has helped me so much uh, to get to where I am right now, and I don't even know a fraction of the ways in which she's helped me. Uh, <laughs> when, I, when I see her, she'll let me know. <laughs> Remember this? Remember this? Remember this? Right, you right. Know, she was there. So uh, she's, you know, she's a tremendous help, and, but again, always pointing to, to Christ, and her, her glory comes from, from Jesus. She reflects, yes. reflects his glory in her life.
0: Well, thanks so much, Bishop, for being with us this morning. You bet. Yeah, All right. yeah. Glad well, coming, to be here. Keep gotta, up the good work. Thanks, Bishop. Coming okay. up, coming up next, we're on the road for the 10-minute tour later in the show. Perpetual adoration has become very important, and we'll hear about this mission with Tom Austin in Winona, Rochester area. We're broadcasting live from St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. I'm Michael Goldsmith. I'm Father Will Thompson. We'll be right back after the break.